Bud? Yeah. This week on Hey Ass Bud, we stab each other in the backs with opinions of one another. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm uh, giving you guys the evil eye. Yeah. Get ready. Who's cooler? Who's Frieza? And who's the other guy from the... The other... uh, Is it... Am I Krillin? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, buddy. I'm sorry. I only saw like a little bit of Yu Yu Hakusho. (laughs) Willow's going to have something to say about that. You know what? (laughs) You are Krillin, man. (laughs) You're fucking right, bitch. And you know what else? It's fucking dead to me. <laughs> just so you know, for that, Hie would have murdered you. Yeah. He also just might have done that for fun. He Probably. is the evil teammate. Yeah. Every every team needs an evil teammate. All right, let's exactly. go to the board. And this seems like a good segue. It has been zero days since we have talked about Yu Hakusho on the podcast yeah. now. I think we just need to make a, a, a video to share yeah. each time we do this. Yeah. And all it has is a one and a zero. That's the background music. It's just me doing that. How might we share? So every team needs an evil teammate. Yeah. And today we're going to discover who that is for the Habcast crew. So the the the, the Habcasters. So what D and D alignment do you think you are? And then we're going to decide what each other are. You know what each other's is. This reminds me of an essay I read once. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, which I don't basically it. postulated that you can never have a true opinion about yourself. Yeah. No. Yeah. You yeah. Know thyself, says Plato. But can you know yourself? No. I think you learn yourself on a day-to-day basis. Like, you spend all day learning about yourself, and then you go to sleep and forget. Sure. No, I disagree. That's weird. I think, you know, we change so much over time. And, you know, we we do things and we don't understand them, and then we have justifications for the things we do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our inner selves always seem different than our outer selves. Mm -hmm. See, I feel like I'm growing as a person because I no longer like Limp Biscuit, but I don't yeah. think I'm that good of a person because I still hit pedestrians with my car. Sure, 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 oh, sure. Okay. Makes sense. All right. No, that totally makes sense. I, I actually have a similar thing. Glad that those are on the same spectrum. I think I'm not a total piece of shit garbage bag because yeah. I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. Mm. On the other hand, you do have to balance that out with my angel of death scenario where I kill terminal patients in hospitals. <laughs> So it's so real. Yeah, those things are even though. Like yeah. I'm, I'm holding out my hands, and they're in the same position. It's like my dog had a choice. Her name is Sophie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've what, seen that movie. What no, are, she was are, a, is a are there any trend. theoretical physicists in the building? <laughs> are there any theoretical physicists here to, to get that joke? <laughs> are we in Huntsville, Alabama, where there's so many engineers that literally no one can't get that joke? So Travis is like 
like not a total garbage piece of being because he did do the dishes earlier this week. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, he is a total judgmental asshole. Yeah. So it evens out. It evens out. Uh, you, it evens out. You are right. <laughs> I like how y'all had comparisons that were like not doing one thing and then murdering. <laughs> And then mine was like <laughs> doing the dishes, and you did just, do the dishes though. That I, was really I did nice do of the you. Dishes, and, but then between doing the dishes and then just like thinking things about people, yeah. <laughs> you're the Fred Rogers to our natural born killers. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Every team needs a Mister Rogers I really, to balance out the total monsters who make up the rest of the team. Who's the Mr. Rogers of this team? So I'll I'll start. (laughs) I'll start. I like to think of myself as chaotic good. Okay. Or not. I'm not so like crazy that I'm chaotic neutral because I will still help people. But you guys know the situation. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we are all too aware. Yeah. If you, Mike. <laughs> and my coworkers are very aware of the situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, here's, yeah. here's a story from work. I was, uh, we were cooking some chicken stock, so we had a big pot that was full of water and chicken guts. And so we pour the water out. We pour the chicken stock out now that it was done, and we need to scoop the guts out. And uh, my coworker was like, Travis, please go get me something to help scoop this out. So instead of grabbing like a rubber spatula like he asked for, I uh, what what did I grab? I grabbed like a um, just like a knife. You know what would have made that better if you had grabbed a whole raw chicken. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. You know how you can use an eggshell? Like you can use the cracked eggshell to fish out little pieces of eggshell that get into whatever? Yeah. You've just been like, I've got a solution for you. (laughs) A whole fucking chicken. Yeah, so. Anyways, have fun with your salmonella. (laughs) Bye bye. I come back with a knife and he just looks at me and goes, Travis, I want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think that makes you a. Well, I won't share my opinions yet. But basically, what we're saying chaotic chaotic good is, is that you do good things, but sometimes Sometimes the ends justify the means. Sometimes I just do what I want. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes sure. I just do what I want, and it turns out to be a great story. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Because then I... Ul- You're not going to kill the ultimately, puppy. Ultimately, yeah. Ultimately, I still go do the thing after I, yeah. like, finish with my bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. You, like, you think you're so hilarious that you're like... I am Oh, hilarious. guys, I got to tell this hilarious joke. And then your trapped audience is like... <laughs> have, you, have you seen that Twilight Zone episode? This is the second fucking t- week... That I'm going to mention a Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Yeah. Have you seen that Twilight Zone episode with the kid who can send people out into the cornfield? And that's like yeah. metaphor for like getting rid of them. So mm-hmm. his, so all his family and neighbors have to be like, good job. T- <laughs> good job, Timmy. Yeah. You're, you're Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> and your friends and family <laughs> are the people who are trying to survive. <laughs> oh. Clinging to life. <laughs> I, Even better. This was the last... The, today that we were recording this was the last day that I did, uh, that I spent. It, it was like the end of my two weeks at a job that I was doing. And uh, at the end, a couple of my coworkers were like, Let's, I want to add you on Facebook or whatever. So one of them hands me her phone. 
And then, uh, so I, I go and add myself on Facebook, and then I just hang on to her phone for a little bit. And she's like, Travis, where is my phone? And I was like, oh, it's, I put it on the on the cashier station over there. And she's like, she goes over there. <laughs> and, like, she goes over there, and then I hand it to the other cashier. I'm like, shh, just hold on to this. <laughs> and then for 15 minutes, she was running around going, Travis, where did you put my phone? Where is it? I was like, I don't know. Go, uh, go ask her about it. And so she finally... <laughs> She goes over to the other cashier, and she's like, "Have you seen my phone?" And she, "Oh, go check, uh, go check the dry storage." I think Travis put it in dry storage because he's a dumbass. <laughs> so, so she goes running off to dry storage, and the other cashier that I gave the phone to just puts it back on the counter where I said it was originally. Oh my god, <laughs> Travis! What truly confounds me is that is that just gaslighting? You think you're a, <laughs> you're a good person after someone. this? Yeah. <laughs> See, you know, I feel Look, like I had a very innocent thought. I thought you would just change all of her pictures and her phone to bananas. No. Yeah, no, even worse. I, okay, so I have a prank that I've talked about wanting to do for years, mm-hmm. and it's never going to happen. I've just accepted that, which is why I'm fine sharing on the podcast okay. with all you lovely butters. Mm-hmm. If you want to do the prank, tweet at us. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> please do. But I have always wanted to insert my to move to a city where no one knows who I am. Insert myself into a friend group. Be friends with that group for six months and then disappear. <laughs> and have everybody slowly convince one person who I choose, probably my least favorite person in the friend group, Me. that I never existed and that I was a figment of that person's imagination. <laughs> That's the that's the great prank idea. Thank you. I've always thought yeah, that is very good. A good prank should slowly start to unravel somebody's life. Yes. Yeah. I've yeah. always believed, and like it ultimately doesn't harm them. Yeah. Duh, I think it ultimately no. does harm them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, not, I think in this case it does. If it doesn't, <laughs> but end you know what? Them. Never gonna act on it because I'm not a, like yeah. a total sociopath. Also, there's too many moving parts. I just don't think it's realistic. Yeah, that's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, I have to convince everybody to convince one of their friends who they presumably like, who I hypothetically don't in this scenario, (laughs) to just go with this idea that they have totally made up a whole human being. Also, with social media, like, I have to completely erase my internet footprint. Like, it's just impossible. So, but, uh, you know, I had this idea back before the internet was, like, a huge thing, so. Yes. I had a dream. I had a dream. So, Ari, what would you consider yourself to be? I consider myself to be neutral good? Middle good. Middle good? You know. Yeah. Like, I'm not lawful good, and I'm not chaotic good. Because, to me, lawful good are people who, like believe that the law is the end of like is the end all be all good yeah they're the people who like say something racist and then cite the first amendment yeah <laughs> or like or they're like they have a very strict moral code it, so maybe they don't believe like the law is the end all be all good mm-hmm. but they have a very strict moral code and they won't break it ever no matter the situation well, a that, Kantian, if you will. That's still that's kind of riding the line in between lawful good and middle good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm definitely like like I have a moral code, but I'm willing to bend the rules a little bit if the situation calls for it. Oh, yeah. Like I understand that sometimes you have to do bad things, you know, like to to accomplish good ends, essentially. 
Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. In my so I think I think I am like middle good. Cool. Okay. Because I I do think I'm a good person despite the prank I wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> I also have another really good prank idea, but I think I could actually accomplish this one, so I'm keeping it under wraps. Oh. Okay. So when I do it. I'll let you guys know. You'll hear about when Ari pranks me. It'll be on the news. <laughs> It'll be on the news. I don't think I could prank you. You're yeah. too close. Yeah. yeah. We'll I need someone we'll else. We can't Again, prank. preferably someone I don't like very much. Ah, uh, okay. So you can prank me. <laughs> no, she's going to prank Holly. Travis. Mm-mm-mm. How dare you? I love Holly. <laughs> Nearly as much as my own children. She is a delight. Steven and Ducky. Yeah, my own children, like I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought we needed clarification. Look, yep. I may not have birthed them, but I did carry them for nine months, and yeah. I did breastfeed them. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> they are practically my children. I feel like you gave birth to them the same way Zeus gave birth to Dionysus. Cut open my leg. Yep. Anyway, Call ben. <laughs> ben. <laughs> ben, what do you think you uh, you fall? Where do you think you fall? I like to think of myself as like chaotic neutral or chaotic good. Yeah, because most of the time I just do something for the story, whether or not it's going to hurt or hurt hurt me or hurt someone else. Yeah, because that's just fun. Like I feel like if you're going to do something, you should at least be able to do it in such a way that you can make a story out of it. Otherwise, it's just goddamn boring. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way in some regards. Yeah. Like, you know, like the way I did the thing with the chicken stock. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So can we share each other's opinions on what we think yeah, we are Ari's now? Yeah, Ari's bursting at the yeah, seams. She, yeah, Ari good. gets to go first because yeah. she cannot hold it in. Okay, Ben, <laughs> I have never heard a more incorrect statement come out of your mouth. <laughs> ben, there's a meme on Tumblr where it's like one character goes up to a bar and is like, I want to drink as dark and black as my soul. Yeah. And then the bartender goes, great, one milk coming up. <laughs> one fuzzy navel. You, you well. have milk for a soul. <laughs> and I mean that in a good way. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't feel good. It feels not in like, the Hallmark way. Yeah. No, not in the Hallmark <laughs> way. It feels like you're saying there's toast in there, too. <laughs> milk, toast. Uh, I guess I would say... Somewhere between middle good and chaotic good. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would say. Or neutral good, I guess. That's how I feel about most people, though. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of the... Except for real shit stains. That's kind of like the real human area. Like Brett Kavanaugh elbow. Yeah. (laughs) Grover, even. What a piece of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) He wants kids to tickle him. Like... Yeah. Come on, man. There's a whole thing about Elmo. There's a whole thing. Deep, dark secrets. What do you think I am? I'm weirded out. I think you are a true neutral. Really? A little bit. You think I'm boring? No, I don't think you're boring. I mean, you're right. I'm very boring. I just think you're kind of a dick sometimes. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Kind of a dick a lot. (laughs) And, like, it's not even to be, like, to reach a better end other than... Like, you have no thought for the common good. <laughs> you are you are more an agent of chaos than Benjamin is. <clears throat> I mean, again, I don't think you're a total shit stain like that Elmo guy. <laughs> this is 
just by the way. Yeah. Like I just feel really attacked. We don't. We don't like. <laughs> I know you've built a persona around this, but you're totally fucking wrong, man. That's what I say about. Star I feel like Tatooine. <laughs> I love the idea of me just being a harbinger of chaos. <laughs> and I'm just a it's glass so of milk. It's so funny because you don't look like one. No. I mean, look at you, Travis. Hey. Your hair is brushed, which is more than I could say for either Ben or yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you were wearing a button-up, an olive yeah. green button-up. It's, it's a little darker. Your now. nails are trimmed. No, and they're yet... not. Oh, my nails are not trimmed. Okay, never I mind. I couldn't long. see your nails from that. So are, from are you angle. saying that our buddy Travis here is like one... <laughs> Fall into like a, a vat of white dye away from no, being the Joker. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not that bad. I would never accuse him of that yeah. because Travis is my Thank friend you. and roommate, yeah. and he could legally divorce me if I said that. Yeah, I do have a common law marriage. Now I am saying, if he ever did join our brain cells, what? Incel. It's an incel group. Oh, okay. If he ever did join an incel group. It would be a dark day for us all. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> see, I feel, a truly nightmare. See, no, the well, the see, bad no, end. No, here's the thing. You would join an incel group. To fuck with the incels. To fuck with them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To be a covert 100%. operative. I well, think that'd see, be funny. A- oh, absolutely. Well. Because I, I. Well, yeah, you as you are now, but I'm saying if you join one seriously. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't think I ever could join one seriously. Well, no, I don't think you could. Especially considering, like, where I've been as a person. Yeah. Like, I think I've said it on the show. I've been a fucking brony. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. That part You've of my seen, life is hey, over. We've I've seen the dark side of Travis. Into the <laughs> void. And the void has stared back at me. <laughs> As my glasses fly off and my eyeballs explode <laughs> at the horror of it all. He yeah. went bug-eyed. Yeah. You, you know that hole he in He went his, full bug. Uh, you know this hole in his head where the... Uh, yeah. The, the, the thing it went into Star overdrive. Shrek? No, it shot flame out of the hole. It's amazing. There's steam coming I, out yeah. of it now. It's amazing. So, yeah, I could, I could be an incel covert ops. Yeah. Just like, hmm, sleuthing around on the inside. You just get on an incel page and be like, I don't know. I think women are people most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're an incel sleeper cell. You should start posting. My favorite thing about incels is now people have started posting, like, you know, because incels keep posting like, oh, this is a vagina after 100 penises. <laughs> and it's like, you know, just like they show a picture of like a blue waffle or whatever mm-hmm. to bring it back a blast from the past. Yeah. But like, don't go see their girl. My reverse, my reverse of that is they show like a, a ripe banana and then they show like a like a brown gross banana. Yeah, yeah, banana. And they're like, this is a penis after it's been tarnished with 100 vaginas. Jesus so you could Christ. go post those memes. Like an incel group. Yeah, why don't like incels just fuck each other? That is what I have been saying, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, if they really want to get their dicks wet, they can just wet it themselves. Yeah, yeah. bitch. Look, like, clearly the, the partner does not matter because they essentially treat women like they are garbage holes. Yeah. yeah. So just fuck other incels. Problem solved. And then you're not incels anymore. Yeah, and then you're cells. Yeah, yeah. you're just cells. Like, like Wait, I guess are. you're not... You're... No, bits. Yeah. Cell because cell would be celibate. Oh, yeah, you're in right. means involuntary. We've spent too much time on this already. Yeah, these, it's, it's these, been too these, long. It's too long. Obviously, I think instead of like celibacy, they just need to try buying a bit. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, like, I, I wouldn't know. wish my worst enemy on an insult. <laughs> Strangely enough, my worst enemy is an insult. Yeah. So. 
Like, uh, it's, a, it's a complicated situation. Yeah. All right. Travis. All right. Read us the room. Read us the riot act. I think... Um, How do you feel? All right. I think you, you kind of nailed yourself yeah. in that way. Like, I, I feel like you are that kind of middle good where you have your own moral code and it doesn't abide by, like, society's full code. Because you're kind of like... I mean, yeah, this thing should be a thing, but also uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's true. I do say that a lot. <laughs> About like, everything. Yeah. Because you're kind of like, you don't want to put the law into your own hands, but you will stick up for the people that you think are doing the right thing. Oh my god. Travis, that's the nicest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Thanks, bud. How do you feel yeah. about Benjamin? So Ben, um, I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna. You're gonna go with Ari on this. One. No, no, I'm gonna tickle Ben's chin a little bit. I think he's kind of in this uh, tickle his like, chin. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you could find it, <laughs> tickle it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Please. I think Ben kind of falls in the like a little neutral evilish. Kind of between neutral good and chaotic neutral. Neutral evil? Yeah, thank yeah. you for making me sound more edgy than I wanted to be. Where, he, where he's like... <laughs> the edge zone. I yeah. kind of want to do what <laughs> I want. shit garbage basement. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Instead of the ben, Ben's like, I, I'll, I'll do whatever I feel like, even if it harms myself and possibly others around me. Yeah. Like, you know. I so yeah. hard to... Like, who has been hurt other than himself? <laughs> Well, I I think I think it's the fact that Ben is more he's he's good to others, but he's evil to himself. Okay. So I, I'm thinking I guess. A, I'm thinking in a perspective of like not how he acts towards other people, but how 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 you like um So I'm like if Sensui was trying to close up the gate rather than open it up. Yes. That's a reference that's lost on people. <laughs> that's another Yu Yu reference. It has been negative one days since we talked about Yu Yu That's exactly why I said it. Just <laughs> go watch the show. It's for a show and anime. It's not very long. It's only like 160 episodes. Yeah, and they're about 30 minutes long. Like just no, they're not even 30. Yeah, minutes they're, long. they're in 20s. They're barely 20 minutes. Yeah, if you can watch. 13 seasons of Supernatural. You can watch this. You can handle... Oh yeah. You yeah. can handle 108 episodes of Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho is less of an anime than Supernatural is. <laughs> I'll give, yeah, I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give it that. I'll grant you. I'll grant you. But yeah, so Ben, ben may <laughs> treat other people outwardly in like a uh, kind of a neutral fashion. But as far as as far as Ben is concerned about himself, so I guess the question is: Can you truly be good if you hurt yourself? Hmm. Well, I think there is something to say about sacrificing yourself for the greater good. Mm. But am I hurting myself for the greater good? No, that's the thing. You're not hurting yourself <laughs> for the greater good. You're hurting yourself to hurt yourself. <laughs> right. You know what? Nail beat head. Yeah. This conversation took a depressing turn. <laughs> ben, why don't you give your opinions yeah, on us? Yeah, depressing turn. Let's hear Ben's friends. <laughs> like, well, I feel friends who don't hate themselves a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good eighty twenty. <laughs> 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 And I'll let you decide what's the 80, what's the 20. I'm like a good ground chuck, is what you're saying. Dup! 
depression. Hey. Hey, a good ground is 70 30. No. I, I don't know, 80, actually. 80-20. There's not much left to say that y'all haven't said yourselves. Like, I feel like y'all gave better descriptions of each other than y'all did yourselves. Yeah. But I think that's because you fucking live with each other. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, y'all know each other, like, <laughs> way too inside and out at this point. <laughs> so, do you remember that sketch I was talking about earlier where you ship your friends? Oh, God, no. No, 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 ben, no. Ben, you can't do this. We have incompatible oh, no. sexualities, Ben. It would never it work. work. Yeah. No. Yeah. Ben, yeah. no. Yeah, what was, that, what was that line about? Ari's not even tall enough. <laughs> I'm not. I'm very short yeah. compared to Travis's ideal woman. Yeah, what was that line about my soul being milk? And he. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Actually, see, if anything, see, this proves my point. There it is. Because I think shipping your friends is wholesome. What? Yeah, I'm a whole strawberry milk. Whole what? milksome. Oh my god. I think it's adorable that you think we would make a cute couple. Y'all do. Thank you, Ben. Thanks. Thank I, you for yes. proving Even my your point. Children I mean, belong. I mean, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. But like, thank you. Yeah, it's like. I feel like y'all work together in the best way an ex or uh, an ace in a pan could. Yeah. Bad puns and finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. I, I saw that on a t-shirt. I can't take it. Oh, God depression. Damn. But no, like, I feel like... <laughs> no, that's what it's going to be. Finger guns, depression. <laughs> depression. <laughs> like, the, the, the way an ace in pan work... Blackjack, baby. Depression. <laughs> My Carlo, bitch. Yeah, but no, like, I feel like... It's mo- it's mostly just us vying for time for the Switch. Yeah, that's really what it is. Hey, can I play Breath of the Wild now? Oh, you're in a Splatoon marathon? Great. Yeah. Okay, have fun. <laughs> you know, it's really It's funny. your Switch, so you do get to choose. Yeah. Like, Y'all exactly. are, like, But it's my Breath of the Wild, so... Yeah. <laughs> Um, we, have, we have to have a custody, shared custody agreement about the Switch. Although I will say, yeah. so um, everyone already knows, Animal Crossing 2019 confirmed. Yeah. If there is a special edition Animal Crossing Switch, I am buying it. I mean, I would never stop you. <laughs> you said that like you were expecting Ben and me to be like, yeah. no, Travis, what did we say? We had a, we had an intervention about this. We said <gasps> no more Animal Crossing until you... God, I just can't see yourself. I can't watch you destroy yourself again. Yeah. You already went through the 12 steps. Over what? A raccoon with testicles? I Honestly... You guys haven't met me in full Animal Crossing swing. Like, y'all didn't know me when New Leaf came out. Oh, I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> Travis is about to leave the podcast. Yeah. This, is, this is his last episode. Get ready to never see me again. This sounds like <laughs> when I found <laughs> System of a Down. All right, so I'm before nervous. 2019, I have to finish Breath of the Wild, is what yeah. you're telling me. Yeah, well, I'm no, if by 2019 there is a Animal Crossing Switch, I will have two Switches. Yeah. Oh, I see. You sound like my grandmother. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Two switches. (laughs) Yeah, that that was about uh, domestic abuse. (sighs) Thanks, man. You're welcome. We were having a fun time. <laughs> no, did your did your grandmother's didn't have a switch bush that was like fifty yards from her? Well, her I door? didn't. I didn't grow up in proximity to my grandmother, so okay, yeah. Are y'all familiar with that saying? Pick I mean, oh, I'm familiar. Yeah, with yeah. It. yeah. Well, I'm, it's, yeah. Like I'm familiar with the whole like going to pick your own switch and all that. But yeah, I feel like 
you're chaotic for the sake of being chaotic a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. And you're good for the sake of being good a lot of the time. You're more, like, concerned in, like, people being good. Yeah. You're a lot more concerned about justice than I am. Yeah. Justice! Because I'm just like, oh, people can do what they want. Because Hunchback and Nerd Town was my favorite movie when I was a kid. There you go. All right. Well, this has gone on. This has gone on for a while. Uh, it's going to get trimmed down, so you yeah. won't hear about it. Anyways, anyway, Travis. Time is this week's this episode podcast. is called... What's that? Are you there, God? It's me, Dean Winchester. Oh, man. What's it about? Dean is going to be a high school student. And what are you doing? I'm sorry. Is this staying alive over here? What's happening? Sorry. Hey, John, can you keep it in your trailer for like 10 seconds? We know you're crazy, but like, hold it together. Dean is going to be a high school student and uh, he's going to have like some pretty good friends, but then one of his friends dies. So his friend group starts to reject him because the friend that died was the one that was like kind of his little link into the friend group. Mm. Anyway... Because his friend dies, uh, his dad gets shoved out of his job for accusing a killer. And then uh, Dean has to solve the mystery of who killed his friend. Is this American Vandal? No. (laughs) (laughs) Ari knows what it is. How dare you rub that in my face? (laughs) Is it Death Note? You know how much I was looking forward to watching that tonight. And we decided to do a normal half-cast episode, and I have the DVDs, Travis. I know, they're right here. It's Veronica Mars. Fuck you. Yeah, that's Veronica Mars. If you want to listen to our episode of the Veronica Mars Let Shag Ass, you can donate to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash habcast, because that episode will be out before this one is. You're like you know, a smooth criminal and that you're breaking my heart. <laughs> you, know, you know what's amazing? What's that? We haven't even recorded that episode yet. <laughs> we haven't I recorded that it. episode yet. By the time that, this episode yeah. is yeah, out, By the time though. this episode comes out, that episode will already be out. Yeah. Time travel is amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm using my future vision yeah. to tell you. You can watch our live episode that we did at Hamicon Mini. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. That will also have happened. Yeah. What is allegedly? This, what is this episode about? The Winchesters and Bobby Singer encounter the angry spirits of people they couldn't save. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! It's, it's going to be like that MSG three or MGS three boss fight with uh, sorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. Oh god. That's exactly what this episode is. Is Dean going to get poked in the eyes and make the snake face? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, they went full on kill mode through most of the show, so it's going to be a bitch of a boss fight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're playing uh, playing master mode. Sweet. European extreme, baby. Oh, God. Master mode. Yeah. All right, well, let's watch it. Shit, what we episode? made it. Yeah. Oh, man. So first thought, this episode is sad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's real sad. It does not have a happy ending. No, nothing no. about it's happy. No. I felt like last episode, we had kind of a triumph because Dean came back from hell. Mm-hmm. Cass got introduced. That poor woman got her eyes burned out. Yeah. And then it ended with Cass being like, 
we have a job for you. So we Absolutely. felt like a real sense of purpose was happening. And then this episode, it's like, oh, just kidding. We suck at our jobs. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> everything's going to literal hell. Literal hell. The apocalypse is about to happen. <laughs> this is the apocalypse arc that everyone talks about, yeah. right? Yeah. So Does this happen for seasons four and five? This is this a two-season-long arc? Uh, I well, mean, I feel like part of the cat's already out of the bag. Okay, yeah. Because clearly you know. I know that Lucifer shows up. Shows up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so obviously, so Cass talks about these 66 seals that yeah. are broken yep, and yep. Lucifer walks free. Mm-hmm. I know enough about the show to know that good old Sam Pell plays our boy Lucy and uh, so it's a boy, yeah. Lucy. <laughs> so yeah. he's walking free. Obviously, these sixty-six seals get broken. Yeah, yeah, some some shit bag fucked up. Yeah, yeah. A lot. I'm gonna say this. A lot of shit bags fucked up. Yeah, these seals go out clubbing. Yeah, I, I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to oh, say oh, nice. <laughs> that's like a double pun. You're welcome. That's a that's a that's a twofer. It's a deep. <laughs> I want to uh, I want to make a prediction where y'all stare at me again. Okay, hit me. I want to say that the seal breaking thing. It's obviously it's going to be a thing for the whole season that's going to be like the theme of the season and i want to say it's going to start slowly at first like one seal maybe every other episode and then it's going to be like oh 12 seals got broken all at once go fuck yourself sam and dean have you ever heard that cadence joke tom does about clubbing the baby seals Yes. All right, get off the baby seal thing, man. Like, <laughs> I'm taking this to a place. You know okay. how, like, you also, we're going to start off with an inside joke, but continue. Yeah. But you know how, like, in the joke, like, the the drill sergeant gets really pissed off at Tom? Yeah. Uh, something very similar happens. Okay. Yeah. So, basically, what I think Ben is trying to say for our <laughs> listeners <laughs> is that it's erratic and all over the place. Yes. Much like Ben. Much like, <laughs> much like those baby seals. <laughs> much, like, much like those baby seals. There's bits and pieces all over the place. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, so obviously you know some of what's going to happen, but I'm going to say this just to, like, whet your appetite. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I just know that a character is present, so obviously Sam and Dean fail. I mean... Or do they? I think they're, I, I think like you'll find be, some twists and turns along the way. I feel like it's going to be a triumphant failure. Where it's like, yeah, they did the thing, but also mm. shit still got fucked. Kind of like the end of season two. Yeah. Yeah. Like they I were mean, able we'll to, see. They were able to close the door, but, you know, fucking shit house happened. Yeah. It's not a very strong door. No. It's a revolving door, really. <laughs> it's a revolving door. Demons keep getting back out and yeah. in. Yeah. And out and in again. Mm. In and out. Oh, it's almost like there's someone with the door control. That's way more mature than what I was thinking. Oh. Yeah, I was making a reference to the movie In and Out, which oh. is about uh uh fuck, who stars in it? Uh I was a think- fish called Wanda. He's um Um I mean, I was thinking about cheeseburgers. I was thinking about like It's uh, it's gonna bug me. The it's line crazy. from a clockwork orange, the gold in out, in out. Was oh, that about sex? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Like I said, I was thinking about cheeseburgers. Hey. <laughs> it's like Kevin. Kevin Klein. Kevin Sorbo? Uh-huh. Yeah, Kevin Klein plays like a gay teacher who gets outed at the Oscars. Oh. Anyway. It's a cute movie. Anyways. um. So there's this thing happening. Mm-hmm. Screwball. This, uh, this, like, one of the 66 seals. Are they being broken in order? Is that the thing? 
Like, or is it just... It's, it's a spoiler. Oh. We can't say. Great. Let me uh, brush my hair right quick. So, <laughs> you don't brush your hair. <laughs> we discussed this in the beginning. <laughs> um, let's talk about... We have. We can do a lot of speculation. Let's talk about what happens in the episode. Okay, proper. yeah. But so, this thing is happening where these... Uh, like the ghosts, the ghosts of Hunter's past are coming to haunt. Hunter's them. failures, <laughs> the ghosts of victims' past. Yeah. yeah, the ghosts of victims' past. A testament to their failures. Yep. Yeah. So all these, all these ghosts are showing up to Hunter's, being like, "Hey, remember when you fucked up? Well, now I'm going to take your heart out." Surprise, bitch! I bet you thought you'd seen the yeah. last of me. <laughs> Um, so we get to see some oldies and some goodies. Yeah, we see uh, good old Henders. Henders. <laughs> Victor. We Victor. Got good, good old Victor. We got to see uh, OG Meg. OG real Meg. Meg. The real Meg. Did you realize that, so the demon is not Meg. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a Pink Floyd situation. So, like, the demon's not Meg, so we don't know the demon. Right. We don't know her name. We just know, well, the demon was using the human's name, Meg. Exactly. Was that, is that the same, that's obviously not the same situation with Ruby. No, well, no, I don't, I, I think it's safe to say that Ruby's name is Ruby. Okay. And Lilith's name is Lilith. Just gonna go ahead and right. lay that out. She, she didn't happen to possess, like... A feminist's daughter is <laughs> a lesbian Wiccan feminist daughter. Is that um, didn't happen? This is probably a spoiler. Is who is more powerful, Ruby or Meg? Uh, <laughs> Hard to say. Is that linoleum? Because, because <laughs> also because Ruby is a, an ex-human ex-witch who is obviously a very powerful demon, mm-hmm. but. Meg, whoever Demon Meg is, Demon Meg is the daughter of Azazel. Azazel, if you will. Should we go ahead and spill the beans? Alright, never mind. What What are beans? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're going to be minor beans. Like a can of Mexican jumping beans. Like a... <laughs> As opposed to like a good hearty kidney bean. Oh, like the Rocket City Trash Pandas rather than the Atlanta Braves? Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like little kitty beans. Okay. All right. In my scale of beans, toe beans are the most important. We're not <laughs> spilling those toe beans. Toe, okay, toe beans? Well, if, if you if you spill toe beans, Sarah McLaughlin like punches through your wall. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Serious accusation. Yeah. All right. All right. Do you want to know? Should I spill don't these spill, minor beans? Don't spill that tea. All right, I won't spill it. All right. You'll have to wait. Damn it. You'll have to wait. But uh, Also, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. So. Right. Don't get hung up on these little details. All right, okay. Uh, mostly because Supernatural is not great with continuity sometimes. Okay. Sometimes they're really good with it, and sometimes they are not. I'm gonna guess that uh, Meg being Azazel's daughter is one of those things that was like, oh, whatever. But, um... I'm gonna say this. (laughs) Speaking of, like, not really a continuity issue, but clearly they did not know what they wanted Cass to be. I mean, we talked about this last episode. Right. Where 
Cass was only supposed to appear in a couple of episodes, and mm-hmm. then he was just such a fan favorite that they brought him back as a recurring character and then as a series regular in the next yeah. season. So, um, and I kind of get that because Cass in this episode... He had a much different tone than the first one. He has a much different tone in the rest of the season. Ooh. Like, he gets a lot more awkward and a lot more like, how do these humans... Yeah. <laughs> and this episode, he almost seems with it. Yeah. Like, he gets Dean's references. What What he, references did Dean make? Hip. He says hip. Oh. Were you hip to this? And Cass is like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Why would I be a bone? Gotcha. All right. Yeah. I, I yeah, see the difference now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. In this one, it was just kind of like when you first see Cass, it, w- it was sort of like, oh, we've got a job for you. Yeah. And, and, and Dean feels this way in the episode. Dean, uh, when Cass appears to him, Dean is like, hey, uh, uh, what's the deal? Are you going to like help me with this yeah. situation? Well, Dean. And Cass was like, uh, no. Dean's conflict, again, and we've seen this before, is. Dean does not believe in God. Yeah. And he doesn't even, at the beginning of the episode, he doesn't even believe that Cass is an angel. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, Bobby's like, okay, an angel can pull you from the pit. And Dean's like, yeah, and what else? And Bobby's like, nothing. Nothing else. And Sam's like, why is this so hard to believe that angels exist and therefore God exists? Yeah. And then Dean goes, the problem of evil. Yep. To which... There is no answer from the peanut gallery. My favorite moment in the whole episode was when Dean was like, hey, Cass, problem of evil. And Cass was like, gosh, works. And just Dean is just immediately like, don't you fucking dare say it. Yeah, don't. But <laughs> Cass, I'm going to stop you right there. Don't yeah. say the thing. God works in mysterious ways, but has never been fired. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How come I can't work in mysterious ways at my job? Yeah. Oh, you want to take a three hour break, Ari? I work in mysterious ways. All yeah. right, you're fired. Yeah. yeah. See, I feel like. That's not how that works. I feel yeah. like God isn't really God. He's just like uh, a wizard. He's like a district because, manager. Because a court, <laughs> from what I've heard, God always shows up exactly when he intends to. Oh, you mean oh, he, he is neither late nor early. Yeah. He's uh, always right when... He always arrives right when he means to. Yep. He's Which, like Tuxedo Mask. Yeah. <laughs> in, this, in this series, he is like Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> My job here is done. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't do, do anything. anything. Oh, okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down there. I know. Great, Tux. Uh. So we'll see you next time. Maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah, but Cass has a lot of faith. The faith, the faith. Yeah. yeah. You gotta have faith. Gotta faith. have faith. Da, 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 da. He's kind of an asshole in this episode. He is. He's, yeah. he's a huge dick. He was kind of like, Friends. hey, Dean, sorry that we couldn't change your diaper. Uh, we were busy dying out there trying to help you. Yeah. yeah. And I Dean mean, was like, great, you did an awful job. <laughs> yeah. did you, shit everywhere. Did yeah. you help at all? I... <laughs> I feel like we did all the work, and you guys died anyways, yeah. so really, <laughs> double necks for I mean, your team. Th- I think what's really funny is they were comparing apples and oranges, because like, Dean was like, 20 hunters died, and like Cass is like, yeah, six angels died, and I'm yeah, just like... Just, I, I was, okay, yeah. wait, so let's run those numbers. Yeah, let's <laughs> run those numbers. 20 hunters. Yep. And then like... 
six angels. Yep. I feel like 20 hunters maybe is worth half an angel. Oh, and I, my question is, what were the angels doing when they died? Were they fighting Lilith? Yeah. Were they fighting hordes of demons? Were they shitting everywhere? <laughs> no. Who knows? You know, you know, you know Cass what they, doesn't elaborate. You know what they were doing when, what? when they were dying? Playing Angry Birds? No. What were they doing? Losing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. True. That's what? Obvious. But at what? Jenga? <laughs> what were they losing at? Cass doesn't say that he's so vague. They were losing at the most demonic game of all time. Monopoly. Jenga. <laughs> hungry, hungry hippos. Oh, God. Oh, when the hippos are real and the points don't matter. <laughs> Agnosticism. Uh, uh, all right, but so... Whose blasphemy is it anyway? So yeah, all these hunters are getting haunted by their mistakes, and uh, the mistake... Not, I mean, not mistakes. I mean, kind of mistakes. I mean, like this sure is another one of those rimbos. things where it's like... The ghosts are like, this is your fault. And for some reasons, the hunters are like, yeah, it is yeah, our it fault. Is. When it's like, not okay. their fault. So, he, like, the, like the little, I'm yelling a lot. <laughs> the little creepy little girl with Bobby. Yeah. Their whole thing was, Bobby, that monster ate us. It was right behind the door that you walked past. You didn't see that monster because, I, I don't know, you weren't trying hard enough. It's your fault that that monster died because you didn't see it, Bobby. You didn't see the monster, so it ate us because you didn't know it was there. Yeah. I feel like, like he's like the smoke monster from, uh, what, Lost? Lost. How <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fuck is he going to say Bobby, Yeah, Bobby should write... Look, I know they're children and a Shining reference, mm-hmm. which feels a little cheap at this point. Yeah. But it's, quick, it's a quick and easy scare. It, mm-hmm. it is, because they're two twin girls in matching Shining dresses. They, yeah. They're just the twins from The Shining. Right. Um, they've got a ball. They giggle everywhere. It's just the fucking Shining twins. Yeah. Uh, Where was Malachi? Yeah, because the thing with well, them was that's a like... That's corn reference. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. If Bobby didn't know... Bobby knew that they were there. Yeah. But he didn't know where the monster was... How could Bobby know if the girls were getting eaten by the monster? Yeah, Bobby should have been like, not my fucking fault. Yeah. He, that monster killed you, though, and that's bad. Yeah. Like, but, I'm sorry I was late. He may have found them, like, torn to shreds, and so he was thinking that they were torn to shreds by the monster. That's the one thing I can kind of rationalize by it. Because what do we see here? Like, it's not... I don't think they... What happened may have been the truth. I think oh. it was just their like most the most fucked up thoughts they had about what happened to these victims. Right. Oh, oh so it's, I it's see. more of a psychological thing on the hunter's side. Yes. Yeah. So the ghost is appearing and is having a little like psychosis moment. Exactly. Where they're like, Oh, uh, we're connected in some way, so I know your memories about me and you feel like it's your fault that I'm dead. Yeah, well, exactly. and what has literally happened to these ghosts is that mm-hmm. Lilith has raised them from the dead and mm-hmm. branded their souls so yeah. that they basically become rage monsters yep. who misplace blame to the on the people who were, were people who are basically feeling survivor's guilt. Okay, yeah, which is valid and fair, but mm-hmm. it's a very common thing in this show where hunters will blame themselves for things that are not. Mm. 
Like we saw this last season with the fucking Devil's Gate. Everybody was yeah. like, it's Sam and Dean's fault that the Devil's Gate got open. And it's like, no, it's not. No, you could try to pass that off on, I don't know, somebody who doesn't watch the show. Yeah. But I've been watching this show for three seasons. <laughs> and I saw at the end of season two. Yeah. And it was Jake's fault. Yeah. It was not Sam and Dean's. What is, what is this rigmarole? Uh, yeah, what it, is this? It, it's like if a hunter doesn't do what they're supposed to yeah. in time. Like, if a hunter... E- even if they try their hardest, it's still their fault if the bad thing happens. It feels like... Or they yeah. feel like that. Yeah. We know, as the viewer, that's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think on some level they know it, too, because, God, I just don't think a person can carry that much weight. Probably. Or guilt. It's supernatural. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, what if... Like, it's a bogger instead of based on fear, it's based on guilt. Yeah, I mean, Ooh, yeah. interesting. Like a, like a, like a Dementor. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. like, like, I like the witnesses. Mm-hmm. And I, and I totally get the internal logic, especially for Sam and Dean, who have been raised to be like, if we are happy... Somebody is dying. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's never stated outright that, I mean, the that's show. never stated outright, but that's a pretty, like, it's, blatant theme in that yeah. one episode with the, with the gin. Well, what what and was we, and what could never be. Yeah, yeah, and then we see it also with Sam, because mm-hmm. John, again, he doesn't say, hey, Sam, if you become a lawyer, people are going to die, and that's your fault. Yeah. But he basically, like, that's pretty... Yeah, that's there. That's I'm a, there. I'm a little disappointed that they didn't have the balls to bring Jeffrey Dean Morgan back for this episode. Ooh. Oh yeah. man, that would have been sweet. I think yeah. what uh, what year did this season come out? This is going to be 2008, 2009. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan was probably well. He had just felt he had just filmed uh, P.S. I love, PS I love, I love you. you, and he may have been in Ireland. He's busy. Maybe. Busy man. And I think maybe, like, pre-production for Walking Dead had obviously started. Yeah, but Jeffrey Dean Morgan's not in the early seasons, is he? Oh, he's no. not? He's not until, like, what, four or five? Oh, yeah, fuck. he's not in these early seasons. Yeah. Never mind. I don't know anything about The Walking Dead. Yeah, I don't know jack shit. <laughs> the point is, is that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was probably busy and valid, yeah. but, I mean, would have been amazing. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Or their mom... Uh, no, I think the mom would have been a stretch. Yeah. Because they technically put her soul to rest in, oh, the, yeah, in the episode true. when they went back to the house. Yeah. yeah. Although I think with the new knowledge we have about Sam mm-hmm. and Azazel and the mom and the nur- like what happened that night in the nursery. Right. I think that would have been an interesting guilt factor for Sam. Oh, okay. yeah. Because it would not totally shock me. To think that Sam feels some guilt about his mother's death, right? Because Azazel was clearly there for him. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think my favorite ghost that appeared to them was Hendrickson. Yeah, because Hendrickson, girl, yes. he didn't just represent himself. Yeah, he represented everyone that was in that police station. And yeah. I'm gonna say probably one of the most valid criticisms. Absolutely, like Ronnie showed up. Don't think his death 
is... I don't think you can really blame his death on Sam and Dean. Yeah. He kind of did it to him. He did it to him because he decided to rob a bank. And run in Fake front of, like, bank. Yeah. the windows when the police were outside. Mm-hmm. And they were just going... He was literally holding a gun. I, I think I think Robbie showed up because... He was he available. Was a, yeah. He was... A, the actor was available. And yeah. And he was probably... And I mean, I, I liked I liked seeing him again. Yeah, we liked seeing him. Other fans probably liked seeing yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, just an affable, affable, nice character. Oh, yeah. Kind of just fucked up in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Although wasn't... I will say this, Dean seemed to, seemed to give zero shits about Ronnie being there. Oh, and that yeah. was hilarious. But Dean yeah. was like, Robbie, we're friends. We're, we're buds, buddies. man. We're buds. Laser eyes. Yeah. Laser eyes. He barely remembered him. He had to be laser. like, oh, Ronnie with the laser eyes, right? <laughs> yeah. Ronnie? That Ronnie? Yeah. yeah. You son of a bitch. Hey, hey man. How's... How's it uh, Basically committing suicide by cop going for you. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think Henriksen and Meg probably have, like, most valid criticisms. Oh, absolutely. I still don't think their deaths are Sam and Dean's fault. But that's that's the thing about guilt. It doesn't have to make sense. Well, no, yeah. but, but yeah. But because the thing with Hendrickson is that like Sam and Dean left the police station. Yeah, their names were cleared. Yep, and then Lilith showed up. Yeah, yeah. they thought they were all in the clear, except uh oh, Spaghettios. Right, there's Lilith. Um, uh oh, Spaghettios all over your new white blouse. So it is pretty obvious with the way you know all hunters are in the show that Sam and Dean feel guilty. Yeah, for that hmm. because they couldn't stick around. They literally couldn't stick around to save them. No. Um, they had to get out of there so that, the, so that the police would believe that they were dead. Yeah. yeah. But Hendrickson died trying to do something for them, and I think that's why they feel the most guilty about him. Yeah, right. again, survivor's guilt. And mm-hmm. Meg, obviously. So Meg's whole thing is that I was this college girl. I had this sister who worshipped me. I had a life. And instead of immediately going for, like, the exorcisms and trying to figure out how to save my body Mm -hmm. from this demon that literally kept me trapped while she murdered and tortured people, you decided to have my body thrown out a window. Yeah, which I think is a pretty valid criticism of how lately everyone's been pretty murder-happy with demons. Yeah. You're fucking right. Yeah, like, last episode we see... Dean just take Ruby's knife and go and sh- little stab yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just shove it through someone's jaw. Yeah. yeah. And same with last season too. And again, this is going to be a trend that follows less and less. It's about the humans in the body and more and mm-hmm. more. It's about just like ends to means, man. Yeah. But, but this or was means like, to an end. This was like the first demon that they encountered like for real. For yeah, real. yeah, yeah. So it kind of had a more personal touch to it. Um, oh, and I remember Meg's death scene in season one. It uh, it got me. Yeah. yeah, it got me here in my uh, black cavernous hole that I have for a heart. Yep. Um. Yeah. Oh, and then her sister committed suicide too. A lot right. of like upsetting fridge horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with Hendrickson. Yeah. Because it turns out Lilith just didn't go like nuke on him. Mm-hmm. She tortured them for 45 minutes. That's what makes me think is that guilt bogger that they're just thinking of the worst possibility. Oh, so that didn't actually happen. That's what I'm guessing. Hmm. Like, I wouldn't put it past Lilith to filet fish a nice virgin lady. Sure, well, we we saw her at the end of last season. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. She just tortured that fucking family. Yeah, and that cat, Mr. Freckles. 
Mr. Freckles. Was it Freckles? Yeah, it was Mr. Freckles. Yeah, Mr. Freckles. But yeah, and Which, by the way, nobody who's worked on Supernatural has ever owned a cat because it's <laughs> not a cat name. No. no. Cats don't even have freckles. They got, well, huh. they got spectacles. Yeah, they can have spots. Yeah, now nah, they spots. can have spots, but they can't have freckles. Yeah. But the thing about like the suicide, the filleting, the yeah. monster, like I really just think it's the worst possibility that they think. I yeah. like, yeah, because it all seems weirdly personal. Mm-hmm. Like Meg's whole "Why didn't you try to save my body?" ties into a thing that continues this season with everybody being like, "Should we go stab Happy mm-hmm. or should we try a much ris- riskier exorcism?" Yeah, right. And then Meg having a little sister that worships her. Obviously, there's a parallel to Sam there, mm-hmm. and Dean's fears that. While Dean was gone, Sam was getting up to some shit that he shouldn't have. And then we get Sam and Meg. Yeah. And Meg being like, I thought I died for something. And yet you were just chilling with Ruby. And not immediately, like, getting her out of my body. Hmm. Yeah, I like. I, now I'm starting to like your guilt boggart thing. Yeah, I, it's, 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 it's valid. Start, it's starting to make more sense. A valid theory. It warms the cockles of my heart. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yes. So overall feelings on this episode? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it definitely wasn't a uh, clown's situation. Oh, fuck you. No, 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 no. Well, there's too much. This is too much information to be yeah. a clown situation. What I fucking love about this is that, like... Last episode was a good fucking first down. A lot yeah. of good happy stuff happens. Yeah. Then this episode is a swift brings it all flurry back down. of kicks to the face. Yeah. To really like balance it out and make it feel like shit is going awry. Things, well, that, yeah. That seems to be a trend. Yeah. Like season opener. Mm. We're back at it. Yeah. yeah. We're back in the saddle. Yeah. yeah. Season episode two. Holy shit. What the fuck's going wow. on? Wow. Whoa, man. There's man. a lady ready to kill her child. Yeah. Damn. I'm going to say this, and this is something we haven't seen in past seasons, mm-hmm. and I don't think this is going to be a trend that keeps up for the entirety of season four, but these first four episodes are all plot heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Just four in a row. Where we get things established that matter. That definitely didn't happen in season two. No. Oh, no. Or season one. Yeah. And a little more in season three. That's because there were less episodes. Mm-hmm. But we are back to a 22 full, epi- full 22 episodes a season. And everything that has happened in these first four episodes fucking matter either plot-wise or thematically. Yeah. Or both. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another super important thing that gets introduced, Bobby's panic room. Yeah. yeah. Which is... It's fucking awesome. Literally the coolest thing. Yeah. What did we tell you? It was like, you remember I, when the... Like, but yeah. What? Uh, we were telling you in the episodes, like, you know how, like, 
Someone just gets introduced. It's like, hey, you know how this is forcibly a really important thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, you know how they're oh, kind of like yeah. montage, like they're kind of like taking separate shots of every aspect of the room and mm-hmm. really, it's basically like, you know, at the end of a house makeover episode. Right. Where yeah, they like yeah. show off all the rooms and they're like, here's all the furniture we added. That's basically the treatment that Ro- Bobby's panic room gets. Yeah. And, uh, so they're going to be spending a lot of time in there. Yeah. A oh, it's, bus, it's, it's important. Move out of the way. Yeah. It's it matters. Yep. Um. It, uh, man, I want to say some things, but yeah, it's going. <laughs> it ain't going to be the last time we see it. One of my really. favorite nice. episodes of this season, and nay, possibly the show, takes place in that room. Yeah. Oh. Almost entirely. It's a solid bottle episode. Is it too. a? Yeah, I was gonna say, is it like a? It's not entirely a bottle episode because mm-hmm. some other things do happen outside the room, but okay. it's uh, it's uh, all the. All the good shit happens in the room. I'll tell you that right now. Nice. Most yeah. of the good shit. Nice. Um, there are some shots this episode that I liked, and some shots that I thought were a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shots that I liked. There's a sh- so Dean. No, Bobby is out in the yard, and he's being held by the two girls yeah. in a car. Um, and Sam's trying to look for him. And he finds him, and he opens the car door, and he's about to, like, wham the girls away. Mm -hmm. But he gets thrown back on a car, and there was a moment when you get a front shot of Sam's face, and it was a close-up, and I thought that that was nice. It was very well. Um, Then, immediately after that, Bobby irons... A girl away, one mm-hmm. of the girls, one of the twins away, and Sam takes care of the other one. And the way he's sitting in the cab of the car yeah, it's is so awkward. <laughs> and I was just like, really, just a straight frontal shot mm-hmm. of Bobby looking extremely uncomfortable. I mean, he does. He just hit a little girl with a bar of iron. Yeah. That was like holding him hostage in a rusted out car in his own junkyard. Not uncomfortable because he feels like he's done something wrong. Uncomfortable in that I don't think ankles are supposed to bend that way. Yeah. He was bent up in a real weird shape to, yeah. to, to, to get that. Wasn't even Brits, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I just didn't like I just don't think it looked aesthetically yeah. nice. Because yeah. it, just, it, it hung just seemed for that shot for a minute. Yeah, yeah. it, it, it kinda paused and I was just mm-hmm. like, Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is an ugly shot, so like, let's move away from this as soon as possible. (laughs) Another shot I liked, though, was the sequence where it's uh, while this is happening, Dean and Meg are in the house, and they kind of meet in this hallway, and Mm -hmm. then Meg kicks Dean into the other room, and she is leaning against the door frame, and then it's Dean's in focus on the floor, Mm -hmm. and he's like grunting, and he's in pain or whatever, and then Meg is uh, uh. is blurred and then it cheeked comes in sharp focus yeah. for her to basically be like fuck you Dean and I yeah. really enjoy I thought just thought that looked really cool that was a cool scene yeah I really enjoyed the one with uh, Sam and Meg yeah where, like he was getting that hex box yeah and he goes to like pop a shot at her and then she just kind of ghost instant yeah. transmissions to the other side yeah that was, that was cool. awesome with, like, um, the light flickering and shit I also really liked the little fight scene between uh Victor and Sam in that gas station bathroom. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. It's dingy and dirty. Oh, yeah, and it's the dirtiest bathroom of all so time. so gross. Yeah. And it just, um, they had just a, a brief scuffle. It wasn't, the fight wasn't particularly, like, great. I don't know, man. It was as good as you were going to get in a tight little gas station bathroom. Tight little space? Well, it wasn't even really a fight. It was just Sam getting fucking wailed on. Yeah. Um... 
And I just thought that like maybe that like set was really cool. Oh yeah, a good space for a good Scuffle. bathroom <laughs> pounding. Yeah. yeah, that came out wrong. <laughs> a bathroom beatdown? No, nope. that better. Are you trying to ship Sixter right now? I'm a not. That's sexter? not what's happening. A bathroom? A bathroom? Are you Vamuel? Is that Henchester? <laughs> no, I'm Winrickson. What's it's not a fight. It's just we're, we're, you know that scene in Fight Club where Jack just wants to destroy something beautiful? Is it like that? <laughs> yes. No, nope, that's also gay. Yeah. Uh, anyway. What I'm trying to get at is uh yeah, anytime two men pound on one another. They weren't fighting. Fighting is the wrong word. Fighting is the wrong word. Because I mean, it, it was just it was, Sam getting his ass kicked. Yeah. There we go. That's what I'm looking at. That's the phrase. Yeah, it was he a was, one-sided fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was surprise attacked. I thought you were going to pull at me and have to censor uh, yourself. Sabotage? He, no. Not sabotage. Ambushed. He was ambushed. Ambushed. It was an ambush. It was ambushed. ambushed. There you go. Oh, man. And then Dean pops into the bathroom and is like... Pow. And, and he, Hendrickson you know, is like... Well, he's a ghost and just like salt? dissipates away. <laughs> there are... Sam was like... <laughs> There's a, lot of, there's a lot of moments in the, in this episode. You got some nacho cheese for that pretzel? Yep. Um, what is this? Fortnite, I'm getting salty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but this episode, not super happy. No, oh, God, no. That's why I liked it. Yeah. Like, I no, think, I enjoyed this as well. I think really early on in the season, why the fuck are you going to have happy episodes in a show like this? Yeah, yeah, I mean, why bother? Yeah. Also, why have happy episodes ever at all? Just uh, yeah, sad it all, sad the way all the way down. <laughs> yeah. Turtles all the way down. Saddle up, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why, why ever be happy again? Why bother? Yeah. Just fight. Just leave it. Yeah. Just, just stop. That's what I'm talking about. You guys, I'm feeling so an itch. Yeah, you feeling an itch? I really. <gasps> Are you gonna make a pun, or do you really want to make a prediction? Or re- do you like no, the show? I really, I really want to watch the next episode. Yay! It's See? happening. Fuck it. It's uh, starting. I want. I really like. Dude, uh, want to watch it right now. Oh, this is something that we should have mentioned last episode, and I said it. The, yeah. I mentioned it literally the entire time. Cass is on screen. Uh, like Cass's not. look is just totally ripped from John Constantine. Yep. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, yeah, just a complete, and it's on purpose, like, oh, obviously yeah. it's yeah, meant to pay homage. Sure. Oh, yeah, you mean a guy in a disheveled trench coat talks his way out of a lot of problems? And has <laughs> Who is that like? And has Angel, I got 99 problems, and angels are like 95 of them. Because <laughs> that's how many are A lot left. of angels problems. Yeah, what are your impressions? So, first episode, Cass is introduced. Uh-huh. Still the only angel we've met. But right. I, you get this idea that Cass is this otherworldly badass. Yeah, he's like the otherworldly, unstoppable badass. Nothing yeah. can beat him. Angels are amazing. And then this episode shows up, and Cass is basically like, Hey, uh, my buddies are a bunch of chumps, and uh, sorry we couldn't help you, Dean. So what do you think that means? I... I don't know. You also I, get Cass being a little threatening. I think, I think the angels are helping Dean in a way that, like, yeah, Sam and Dean are still like struggling because they're Winchesters and they have to do that. Yeah. Are you saying that the angels are in the outfield? Yeah. 
I am actually. Actually, the angels in that movie much more helpful. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Christopher and... Lloyd was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah. But... Doc Brown takes care of some shit. Yeah. But I think the angels are still collectively. I think we're going to find out that they're making things just slightly not as bad for Sam and Dean. Mm. Like could could be worse. Still bad. It could yeah. be worse. Yeah. It's like a well. To be well, I'm not going to say that because that gives too much away. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, um, <laughs> just remember all of these conversations so we can get to them at the end of the season. Oh, well, yeah. thank God we're recording them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just go back and listen to this later. So yeah, uh, while well, you're editing it, I maybe make some notes. A lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is there anything else we want to talk about in this episode? I don't think so. Do we have anything to learn about? I think, I think we do. Yeah. Ari's going to learn us a thing. Play oh, the get, music. Get ready. I'm about to learn you a thing. Ooh. Can we get like a school bell sound like the one from Yu Yu Hakusho to play for that? What? There's a school bell sound in Yu Yu Hakusho? Yeah, really early on. It has been negative two days since we talked about Yu Yu Hakusho. There are also school bell sounds in everything. Yeah. Most notably, Saved by the Bell. True. A show that centers around bells. <laughs> Also, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. All Another right. thing that's about bells. Yep. Just steamroll my ideas. It's fine. Also, every Christmas movie. Yeah, learn us about the about witnesses. Bells. Yeah. You know what else is also about bells? That one Metallica song? Um, um, also, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, about a girl named Belle. Gremlins, I think, had uh, go, uh, bells in it. Yeah. Flubber. Well, I hope you guys have your bells on <laughs> and are ready to learn a thing or two. Welcome to my TED <laughs> About my friend... The Bible. Oh, the Brobel? The uh, Bible. Yeah, so obviously with the introduction of angels, this season... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was trying to do something, and then an ad played instead. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, if you want to add a noise, can you do that in post-production, friendo? No. I know, no. Who are you, Ben? Come yeah, on. I'm Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> hey, don't be me. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll fix it in post. Okay. Okay, learn us about the Bible. So, uh... <laughs> Okay, for real, it's time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, no. So, um, we all know that, like, with the introduction of angels, uh, this whole you know, biblical mythos is is getting turned up to yeah. eleven. Oh yeah, and it just it just takes a full stop into Crazyville. Oh really? With the introduction of Revelations, because I don't know. Have you either of y'all read the Bible in oh, its entirety? Uh, I haven't read it in its entirety. I have had I have read Revelations. Okay. several times. I've done tests because I went to a Christian high school about th- like throughout the whole goddamn Bible. Uh huh. And you haven't read it. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, needless- I'm not surprised. Yeah, you need- know how I know that? You went to a Christian high school. Yeah. <laughs> well, needless to say, I didn't pass those. Yeah, tests. you don't want to yeah. read the one that have like you don't want to read the parts of the Bible that have like ogres and monsters and shit in there. Yeah. Well, we spent like a week on it. So, uh. if you're familiar with Revelations, then you know it reads like somebody's fever dream. <laughs> because like it is. somebody's yeah. cracked out acid fever dream. <laughs> yeah. And guess what, buddy? 
It is. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, Revelation is thought to have been written around 96 Common Era, mm-hmm. probably by a dude named John the Elder, yep. who uh, got some good shit, man. Yeah. Because Revelation is a fucking trip. It's crazy. And I could spend the next 10 to 15 years talking about the the book by itself. Oof. Oh, I'm not going to do that. We're going to focus on two aspects, the seals and mm-hmm. the witnesses. Okay. And you, I'm sure, will not be surprised to learn that Supernatural borrowed some names yeah. <laughs> and some general <laughs> concepts and then used... Nothing Nothing else. else. (laughs) So let's address the witnesses first. Because they're kind of the calm before the storm. The Jehovah's. Two bros. (laughs) (laughs) Walking in the desert. Five feet apart because they're not gay. Yeah, definitely not. This is the Bible. So God anoints two dudes to go and spread the message and prophesize for 1,260 days. Wow. They will be clothed in sackcloths, and if anybody tries to fuck with them, they'll breathe fire out of their goddamn mouths. Oh! I thought you were going to say dicks. Nice. No. Better. Their mouths. They are fire-breathing Jews, my friends. <laughs> fire-breathing Jews. Oh, uh, that's what I call Evan when he eats something spicy. Uh, they or, can also cause some hot bars. They can also cause the heavens to close up and like f- refuse the rains down in Africa. Really? Like they can cause goddamn droughts. Who? Also, another a myriad of other plagues. Damn. Yeah. Like, like Weezer's so cover. Their thing yeah, 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 yeah. So let's let's specify. They are witnesses in the sense that they are. Spreading the word of witnessing the works of Jesus. They are there to turn people to God and to goodness. Right. So they basically, the apocalypse is on the horizon, which, by the way, in this case, does not mean Lucifer popping out of jail. Right. It means Jesus coming back. Yes. And bringing with him some familiar faces on horses. Um and you know ba- destroying the earth and then saving all the good people and then all the bad people get thrown into a fiery pit. Uh, we're familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, so the witnesses, there's two of them. They have, you know, twelve hundred days essentially, yep. three and a half years, to go around and convince as many people as possible to 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 accept God and the Holy Spirit, okay. so that they can be saved. Um, this is kind of like the last ditch effort. Yeah, yeah essentially, this I is the this is the mm-hmm. the calm before the storm. Unfortunately, old Satan's hanging out, <laughs> and he sends up two of his own witnesses: the beast and the false prophet. Now, you may yes. be familiar with the beast. He's you know the six 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 guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, they go around and try to stop people from turning to God and, you know, condemning them to, like, hell or whatever. Um, after the three and a half years, when the witnesses have finished witnessing, mm-hmm. they lose their divine powers, right. a.k.a. the ability to breathe, breathe fire, fire. <laughs> and the beast kills them. Whoa. And the world celebrates their deaths. 
And that starts the apocalypse. Wow. Yeah. Is the death of the two witnesses. So you're, it's supernatural kind of gets it where it is a beginning. Yeah. Like it feels right that this is the first seal we see broken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, that being said, they're not like guilt monsters. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I you said, know, they, they, they're alter, literally messengers. They alter the word, uh, witness. For supernatural, yeah, because you know, in Christianity terms, a witness is someone who does just that. Yeah, they go around to spread the word of God because they have witnessed it, and now they need to tell people about it, right? To, to make them believe the same things that they saw. And in this situation, in supernatural situation, it is these people witnessed. Uh, they witnessed the supernatural in some way, shape, or form, or yeah. they witnessed. Even even closer, they witnessed your failures. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's very much a like they they witness the, their sins. Yeah. Um, Where's Dorian Gray when you need him? <laughs> Dorian, I know you're out there. I know you're listening. Um. So yeah. So they. It, so it feels right to have these be the first. This is the first seal we see broken. That mm-hmm. being said, they're not part of a seal. Like there right. are seven seals. Right, and not not sixty six. Yeah, sixty six well, is like clearly the, ripped from six six six. Yeah, you know, which is the hypothetical mark it's of the that beast. highway that they were on. That one time. <laughs> yeah. Route sixty six. Um. So yeah. So let's talk about some of these fucking seals, bitch. Yeah. You've got like uh, like a rubber seal and a um, uh, a fish seal. Yeah, the you've, got a, va- you've seal. got a vacuum seal. Okay, the seven seals is you've a got phrase. The Pokemon seal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, the seven seals is a phrase in the Book of Revelation that refers to the seven symbolic seals that secure the book slash scroll that John the Elder saw in his revelation of Christ. Okay. The opening of the seals of the apocalyptic document occurs and marks the second coming. Gotcha. Only Jesus has seen these seals. Jesus Hmm. is referred to as the Lamb. Gotcha. So Hmm. there are different ways of interpreting the seals, including like a figurative way. We're going to kind of look at these in a futurist view, which basically says... Hey, this is literally, this is not a symbol. Mm-hmm. This is not symbolic or like trying to say something about the time it was written in. This is a literal thing that is happening. Okay. Because, so like, for example, it's like literally there's like a door yeah. with seven locks on it. Yeah. And yeah. if you unlock them all, you see the truth and you can do alchemy. Well, exactly. it's a, exactly. yeah, okay. <laughs> Except it's more like seven literal things that are going to happen. Oh, okay. Not like a seal is in like a, like a freshness, like a seal for freshness yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, um, I was thinking of like a spell seal. Oh, no, yeah. Not even like that. They're mm. literally just like stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's really more like bullet points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of. Uh, okay, so for example, to kind of go into like the different, like we can interpret Revelation through a historic view, mm-hmm. which is to say we try to understand the context of the time it was written. So for example, a lot of uh, theologists and 
counter apologetic people, <laughs> right? Biblical scholars yep. believe that Nero or that the beast isn't supposed to refer to like a literal beast from hell. Yeah. It's supposed to refer to Nero. Who was the emperor at the time. Exactly. And, you know, was a crazy person yep. yeah. who caused a lot of, like, bad shit because he was insane. Yep. Um, but we're not doing that. We are going to look at this as if it is literally happening because okay. that's how it goes in Supernatural. Gotcha. So the first seal is is Jesus chilling. Revelation hmm. 6, chapters 1 and 2. Or, no, Revelation chapter 6, sorry, verses 1 and 2. And I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals and I heard as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, come and see. And I saw and behold a white horse and he that sat on him had a bow and a crown was given unto him and he went forth conquering and to conquer. That's from the King James Version of the Bible, Mm -hmm. which, for those of you who don't know, is actually a really bad translation of the Greek (laughs) and was totally written so that, like, King James could go bone his male lover in peace. (laughs) Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, So the writer in this is supposed to represent the Antichrist, who uh, is going to... um, revive the Roman Empire and uh, conquer the world after the rapture happens. Okay. The second seal. And when he opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, come and see. And there went out another horse, red, and was given to him that sat thereon to make peace from the earth and that they should kill one another. And there was given to him unto him a great sword. The Antichrist unleashes World War Three. Damn. This is a literal thing if we were taking a futurist view of interpretation of this is a Mm. literal thing that is going to happen Mm. and he is going to crush anybody who claims to be christian after the rapture happens so let's say for example the rapture happens ducky is taken up Mm -hmm. because she is you know a true believer and has been saved and repented (laughs) and the three of us mostly godless heathens are stuck here on earth and we realize oh no we've made a terrible mistake and whoopsie daisy it turns out that god is real and christianity is the one true religion so we go around being like we're christians now yep yeah the antichrist would kill us yeah the antichrist would just take us out um, I think if you die in the apocalypse, you get like a express lane ticket to heaven, though. Do you? Uh, it, I think it depends on how you die. I think it depends on the apo- the particular apocalypse movie you're watching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. Is it Left Behind? Because if so, yeah. then yes. Yeah. But uh, is it uh, the Thief in the Night series? Oh, no. Yeah. Or no, Numbers, no, no, no. yeah. No, 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 no. The Third Seal... And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third piece say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his head. And I heard a voice in the midst of the fourth beast say, A measure of wheat for a Daenerys, and three measures of barley for a Daenerys. And thou hurt not the oil or and the wine. So, uh, famine and disease are going to fuck everything up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... Also, uh, not talked about, because, you know, there are the four horses of the apocalypse. Yeah. Not talked about fifth horse of the apocalypse, capitalism. (laughs) This is a real thing that is talked about in the Bible. All right. Where not only is 
sickness and famine going to destroy everyone. As does greed. But the rich are going to get even richer. Kind of going back to that whole, it is easier for a man, for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven verse from the Gospels. The fourth seal is my fave. Wait, I thought you just said the fourth seal. Sorry, that was the third seal from before. The fourth seal is this. Yes. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth, to kill with sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth. Wonderful. So, literal death is just going to kill everybody. Yeah. Um, Very, that that's probably one of the most famous <clears throat> lines in Revelation, I think. Oh, yeah. Death death rides on a pale horse and hell follows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not going to read all these, but the fifth seal um, is basically uh, a bunch of Christians being martyr for, martyred for their faith. Mm-hmm. So there's actually two different interpretations. There's this idea that the Christians will be raptured and taken up to heaven. Right. But then there's a differing point of view that says that the Christians aren't going to be martyred or aren't going to be taken up to heaven and are actually going to have to stay on earth through all this happening and be martyred. Yes. And if they stay true Christians, then they will go to heaven. Um, They will be martyred for their faith in Christ during the great tribulation by not bowing down to the antichrist and submitting to the global economic system that forces all people on earth to receive the mark of the beast. There, see? Capitalism. I am telling you, man, it's those fucking chip cards. (laughs) (laughs) So, wait, 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 wait. You think that the chip cards... No, I don't think that. That is a thing that shows up in so many Christian apocalypse movies. It all comes together. The chip scanner? I mean, not is that... It, is it part of the NWO? Like a, yeah. <laughs> it's the New order. World yeah, Order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These goddamn chip scanners. Yeah, yeah that's the fucking Antichrist. Man. I thought it was it's, Android pay. It's not that. It's actually, uh, they get like a chip inserted in their skin uh, that they can use to pay with. With yeah. sin? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, with money. So sin. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Um, the sixth seal is like... Uh, nuclear war causing literal cosmic destruction, wow. like stars falling from the sky. Jesus, because that's a verse. Is that this? You know, the stars uh, of heavens will fall into the earth. Yeah, damn. I don't want to set the world on fire. Um. Nice. <laughs> and the seven and final seal. Vacuum is silence. silence will fall and it essentially is so at this point everybody's dead nice it would be pretty quiet and everybody's judged and the silence is the time before that wow and you know you're judged based on how you acted during the great tribulation did you commit yourself to God and to Jesus aka Mm -hmm. the lamb or did you denounce him and take the mark of the beast? And if you took the mark, this is how actually this is how it was explained to me in Sunday school. Oh yeah. You are in a trial 
and your entire life is brought up for judgment. No. And God is the judge, Satan is the prosecutor, and Jesus is your defense attorney. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is how... That's dumb. (laughs) The apocalypse doesn't last your whole life. Well, no, but, uh, you know, obviously... The Great Tribulation is maybe, like, a month long. Yeah. (laughs) So it says, The silence is the hush of expectancy for the verdict about to be pronounced on the guilty. The prayers are from the Christians who will be martyred by the 666 Antichrist in the Great Tribulation and the last three and a half years of the End Time Tribulation. Both the trumpet and bull judgments will be unleashed on the wicked during the second half of the tribulation. Each judgment intensifying the next. So, this isn't like the seven seals lead to the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. This, the seven seals are, are the, the fucking apocalypse. apocalypse. Yeah. You know. So it's, uh, it's like different stages of the apocalypse. Essentially, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's all bad all the way yeah, down. Absolutely. Uh, I know it's a little rocky, but sometimes the words are antiquated. Mm-hmm. So I have a yeah. hard time reading that shit aloud. But I hope you've enjoyed this edition of We're All Doomed. And um, hell sounds terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. I used to literally believe this was going to happen. Like, I used wow. to wait for it. I used to be like... Any minute now. Tell me when, Lord. Jesus is coming, yeah. When. That's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, and not in I mean, like, Revelations does read like a crazy... Like, yeah, it's so, see, and that's not even the... It's not crazy that anyone would believe that, because people can believe whatever they want. Sure, sure, sure. But it's it's crazy that... That it just is written that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's designed to carry fear and make people... Right. Believe it out of... Mm-hmm. Um, it is in in it, it it kind of flows. It depends on what you think of Jesus, right? So, my personal, I guess, belief about the teachings of Jesus is that in the four Gospels, which were written at different times, uh, you know, and borrowed a lot from each other but also have contradictions. Yeah. If you go with the four Gospels as the teachings of Jesus, they contradict each other a lot unless you look at it in the idea that Jesus is an apocalypse preacher who literally believes the world's going to end Hmm. in his lifetime. Okay. So it makes sense for Revelation Hmm. to come out of that. And basically be like, no, the world is going to end, and here's how it's going to happen. Interesting. And I know that there were a lot of, you know, like, early church leaders who who were waiting on the apocalypse. And and truly were like, the second coming is going to be here any day now. Right. Um, And, you know, cut to 2,000 years later, and... Here we are. Here we are. The world ended in 2012 and everything after this is a fever dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it's kind of led us to have to recontextualize Jesus' teachings Mm -hmm. because, you know, if Jesus was a guy who believed the apocalypse was going to happen at any moment then it makes sense for him to be like, get rid of all your shit and follow me. Yeah. You'll have w- riches in heaven, which you're going to be in very soon. Yeah. You know? 
like any day now. Mm-hmm. So, but it 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 it, 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 it does, feels a little weird it, it when the apocalypse isn't happening. It contextualizes his his phrasings with like, you can sit, you know, you can sit with me next to God. Yeah. In heaven. Or you can have your be- fucking family. Because, because the world's about to end. Yeah. Well, and you also have passages about, like, Jesus being like, uh, you know, he gets asked, should I pay taxes? And he's just like, yeah, because who cares? The world's going to end. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, you know... Every you know, Jesus is supposed to be. You know, he he is all at once like the hippie teacher and also the guy who's going to bring a sword and let you know kill everybody and let God sort it out. He's like the apocalypse nihilist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my personal interpretation of the Bible, and obviously, I'm biased by the fact that I don't believe like Jesus is a guy. Yeah, like he's just a dude. And also, it doesn't really matter in the context of the show Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Mostly because Supernatural takes the view that Jesus does not exist. Yeah, yeah that's kind of an interesting thing. It's very common, though. Because God exists and angels exist. Demons exist. Demons exist. Satan exists. But there's no Jesus. Well, I think he might get, like, a shout-out, but he's not a character. Well, yeah, I feel like it would be very difficult to have Jesus as a character in anything and have it not be fucking controversial. I mean, they it have more... South Park. Well, yeah. <laughs> and guess what? It and, was fucking um, controversial. What was that, what was that movie? Um, South Park. The man, the man from Earth. Oh, my oh. God. What a, what a fucking movie. I haven't seen it. Is it good? It, it is good. Okay, I'll have to check it so out then. What happened? Uh, I'll, 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 well, I will say Jesus is a character. <laughs> All right. I mean, he's, I mean, um, yeah, he helped God bury those dinosaur bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, I thought that was Satan. No, 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 no. God put the dinosaur bones to test our faith. Yeah, I thought Satan put no. the dinosaur bones there to test our faith away from God. Well, let me put it like this God created Satan. Oh, to test our faith. I guess. I don't fucking know. Nice. Yeah, so uh, no Jesus. Um, no Jesus. And, yeah, and again, if he might get a shout out or two, but he is not like a guy. Mm-hmm. He has no bearing on the plot. Yeah. Like, hmm. Ew. Interesting. That more Jesus figures than Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I think you might you might have said something just now about how that's kind of almost normal. It's pretty common where, uh, like, there there will be biblical figures like angels and demons and Lucifer and all yeah. that, but Jesus won't be around. I think Jesus is just kind of hard to do in a story like this. Yeah. yeah. Because. He's already got su- such an established canon. Well, you, and, can't, you can't just make up things about Jesus. And obviously they're setting up Lucifer mm. to be the guy who starts the apocalypse. Right. As opposed to, like, the Antichrist. What mm-hmm. Supernatural really enjoys in the early few seasons. Oh, because Sam is the Antichrist. Mm. But something Supernatural really enjoys doing... Hypothetically. ...is they like to have several ant colonies just vying for power like humans angels demons right like fighting pagan gods each other's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. well like there's several ant colonies fighting right there is 
to put it loosely, a god. Right. Who we're not going to see for a while. But it's interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. It's not what I wanted. So I'll tell you what I wanted. I wanted David Duchovny smoking a cigarette in a Slayer shirt. <laughs> as, as God in Supernatural. That's what oh, we literally see God like embodied. Oh, thanks for the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. 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 You can't prove it. Nathan. From now on, every time you make a tradition, I'm just going to be like, allegedly. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, maybe. Yeah. If they did it, this is how I think they would do it. Yeah. <laughs> if I did it. I mean, by OJ Simpson. according to the new Ariana Grande song, God is a woman. So. I thought uh-huh. Shania Twain said that. Oh, God is a woman. Uh, I think we done talked this episode to death. Yeah, I think we have. And quite frankly, I have more questions than answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it's, definitely. It's episode two. You need more questions than answers. For Correct sure. Mundo. Also, For I did drive sure. here in a pale car. <gasps> ben is Jesus. That's the joke. <laughs> oh, ben is death. That's the joke. Oh, Ben is death of Jesus. <laughs> He's would, what Jesus I, would look like if he overdosed on heroin and drowned in a river. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that is something I like. Uh, sure. I, I want to make that joke true. again. Because <laughs> uh, uh, Bobby tells Dean to get opium for the spell. Yeah. And then he throws it in the fire and it just kind of, it, it explodes yeah, and like calms everything big, down. Big explosion everything gets knocked down. There's like a big whoosh. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's how opium feels. Yeah. Mm. Opiates, but yeah. If they had started playing... Uh, Cab Calloway's Minnie the Moocher. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would go out and buy every Supernatural DVD that it ever existed. Or if, like, uh, uh, <laughs> Chase the <laughs> Purple Dragon or Heroin by the Velvet Underground. Nope. I feel like it had to be Minnie the Moocher. Only appropriate song. Yeah. That is there's a song literally, about doing opium. There, that is a, I mean, it's about doing a lot of drugs, but yeah. opium is a major player. Yeah. Kicking that gong around. Yep. That's what they called it because uh, racism or whatever. So it's uh, complicated. Yep. Chill, but racist times. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Cap Calloway was pretty mellow. Yeah. Pretty mellow. All right, Travis. Yeah. The next episode is called In the Beginning. In the Beginning. Ironically, it's the third episode. I wonder what famous passage slash book could that be referencing? What title? What? What biblical thing? The Nebronomicon? Could they possibly be referencing here? I'm sorry. So, I'm just being an asshole. The Cosmos by Carl Sagan? Yes. Sam that. and Dean brief are going to be in a wasteland. Origin of the species. <laughs> the origin of the species. <laughs> Sam and Dean are in a wasteland. Mm-hmm. And uh, not not much is around. Um, it is a wasteland. There, there's people around that have to like scavenge for their foods. They don't really have technology. They're mostly just using like rocks and sticks. Is this for, Fallout One for things? No, no. Um, they, they were way past rocks and sticks by Fallout One. Um, and then Sam and Dean witness a murder. A group of people beat down another one of their own, and then. An obelisk comes down from the heavens. 
And the people start to worship it. Is this Star Trek IV? It's a very vague retelling of um, 2001 (laughs) Space Oddity. Okay. Uh, Okay. List the movies. You know the very beginning with the monkeys? No. Yeah. Uh, I want to throw my hat into this ring. Okay. I have a prediction for this next episode. So. Xenu ah. is the galactic dictator, is the dictator of the Galactic Confederacy. Oh, God. Who 75 million years ago brought billions of his people to Earth in DC-8 like spacecraft, stacked them around volcanoes, and killed them with hydrogen bombs. It, oh, then those aliens is, became this is Scientology. This is Scientology. <laughs> and, and Don't they, listen to it. They are They're going to charge us money if we keep talking about it. Who adhere to human <laughs> souls, causing them harm. And the only way <laughs> you know, to solve this is to pay Scientology hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. So you can get a what? Fuck! What do they call it? An e-reader or something? No, an e-reader is like a lock, yeah, like no, a book thing. No, it's the the GBA e-reader. That's right. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody bought it. And they'll uh, they'll test that shit out. Can I take a crack at this? Yeah, go for it. So a weird alien spaceship, like several thousands or hundreds of millions of years ago, depending on which thing you follow. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just flies to a planet. Plops down to a pale alien of their own with a weird shot glass full of this acidic, like, juice. Mm-hmm. And he take he does the shot all in one go because he's a badass. He's a weird muscular dude, and he just falls into a, like this waterfall. And as he falls through the waterfall, he just starts to melt from the inside out. I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know. What is Prometheus? This? <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm just going to pick a weird random movie to. I don't know if any of that's going to happen next week. <laughs> it's definitely going to be mine. I think it's going to be mine. But if it does, we'll talk about, about, fight about it next week. Fight. Just like religion. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah. If you want to. Uh, Follow us on social media. You can at uh, at Habcast on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, um, Pirate Bay, LinkedIn, Pirate Bay, Doug, Dig Dig Doug, um, NES Controller Three. You can find us on all of those platforms. We're everywhere. Uh, if you want to help support the show, you can send us a donation at Patreon.com/slash Habcast. You can get buttons, stickers, a whole new show that we do where we watch episodes of things and movies and other shit that other Supernatural's a bit... Uh, you know, people from Supernatural do other shit sometimes, so we watch that. Yeah. We talked about it earlier. You heard about that. Travis, are um, you having a stroke, buddy? Yeah. You doing I'm, okay, friend? Smelling some toast. Is that Billy Squire song happening um, to you? Yeah. <laughs> Please review us on iTunes. Yeah, give us a review. It helps people find the show. Let us know um, what we do wrong. Google us a lot so our data will get out there. Yeah. And um, thanks for listening. Have fun and don't die. Damn, Mark.
the ultimate trust exercise is taking off your glasses right before getting a haircut. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. That is 